0: hello 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 it's us and who is hello us? Hello. hello it's andre it's hello. sophia it's lisa and ian and ian it's four people I couldn't remember it this is what the quarantine's doing <laughs> to me yo
1: any people more than three we're just like
0: man so you gotta say hi then i'll tell them why we're doing this
1: <laughs> hi <laughs> hi hi (laughs) so uh,
0: this is my
1: this is my sister that's
0: awesome for the
1: people watching on the youtube this is my my sister right here
0: (laughs) they're not married but they are engaged (laughs) <laughs> um live in Virginia, man. I had to make the joke. So here's what's happening. This is what we're doing. So we're doing the podcast. If you're hearing the podcast right now, you're like, what the hell's happening? There is a visual component now to Ashlyn. We have become officially YouTubers. i uh, stand by for makeup tutorials and how to make screen doors out of, like, you know, stolen parts. I don't know what the hell's is going to happen on here. But we do know that we're going to start broadcasting the visual part of our podcast every week and one of the reasons we're doing this is because of the quarantine Uh, we all are in lockdown and we wanted to do this to kind of reach out to you guys it's one thing to hear our voices and a lot of you have been with us for many years now we just thought we'd reach out and i don't know try to connect in this way because we're all feeling all kinds of types of ways and we wanted to just i don't know show you our faces relate to you guys um you know just try to try to brighten your day in whatever way that we can. So, yeah, it's kind of what, what sort of motivated us. What will keep us here is probably the the crushing amount of people who will flock to the channel for my makeup tutorials. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. But we are here in a very exciting time. Uh, despite the fact that we are in a very scary time, we're here probably to solve uh, the murder of Don Lewis. Um, I'm feeling like Sophia, who's a criminal justice um, student, I feel like she's going to figure it out. She's going to crack it. And I feel sorry. I'm I'm not saying that Carol did it. It's all alleged. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just going to use alleged a lot, probably in the weird places. But I feel like, like Tiger King was where we got caught up right before the pandemic kicked off, right? We were all watching Tiger King on Netflix. It's one of those shows you would clock. Some of us had listened to the podcast. We're like, oh, that was weird. That's a bunch of, you know, strange people doing this thing. And then we got kind of rocked into this. So one of the things we're going to do on the podcast today is litigate (laughs) the disappearance, possible (laughs) murder of Don Lewis. So I think that the YouTube channel will be good for that, don't you think?
1: Yep. I wish I could have queued up some, like, Judge Judy music.
0: Oh, my gosh. There'll
1: be a theme.
0: (laughs) So you guys already have YouTube channels, Andre and Sophia. You already know what the YouTube's about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's like, "Mm mm-hmm. been very active. (laughs) And you guys tend to watch things on YouTube. I'm kind of one of those people, I guess maybe it's because I'm a Gen Xer. I come to YouTube to, like, how to sew on a button, yeah. how to bury a dead body, you know, allegedly, um, how to make <laughs> right. a dead body de- disappear off of my wildcat rescue farm. You know, like that's what I use it for. I use it for practical stuff like that. How to sew a mask. Mm-hmm. We're all looking up those today. Ian learned how to sew a mask today. He sewed some stellar masks like out of some ru- old flowers. rudimentary. Shirts. I thought they were nice. You know. You've never sewn anything before in your life, so I think you did a not, hell of a job. Not
2: as nice as some of our Instagram friends.
0: Those people be like too extra yeah. though. I ain't trying to, like <laughs> win no like fashion awards. I'm not hitting a runway. I'm just trying to get into Trader Joe's without getting the COVID nineteen. So, you know what I'm saying? Have y'all sewn masks so far? Mm-mm. No.
1: No, we have. Well, my mom, I think she gets it from the school she works at. We we each have like at least one if we need to go out for any reason. But I don't. I don't see that that reason happening anytime soon. To be honest. <laughs> She did try. My mom did try to get me to this to the store, uh, this week mm-hmm. for um like lawn bags to mow the lawn. And I'm like, I'm like, mom, we should probably just limit it. If if one of us has to go out, it should probably be you, <laughs> because you're going out every day, and it like works. that's bad enough as it is. But like to have another person going out and then coming back in, it's just it's too
0: stressful. I tend to agree with that. We kind of designated it that would be Ian. Why we I mean, we'll we'll
2: you? we'll both go to the store, but I'll I'll go in and then you stay in the 'cause because it's less exposure. Right. And they don't want everyone in the store. That's true. So it goes both ways. I'm right.
0: also out there with a baseball bat in case it just goes full on zombie. You know, I'm ready to like, you know, I have his back If he comes out of the store and he's just like, run. You know, we already have a whole <laughs> thing I feel like that we would do. And he would just slide across like the hood on your ass. <laughs>
2: but now that now <laughs> that we have a truck, it's like. <laughs> and we're like five a, one. And you sort of climb up <laughs> it's and just like scoot, hold on a minute, hold you on. Just scoot across right. the hood. <laughs>
0: Need some help. Uh, we all got dressed up. You guys look nice, by the way. I was going to say you guys look lovely. Uh, I've never seen uh, Andre look this freshened. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you always look lovely, but you always look like a tired mom in a caftan. Just like, I put the kids down. Let's just do this podcast before they wake up. sometime. <laughs> but, but you were With doing a the podcast. Glass of wine. Yeah, a huge glass of wine. You know, a Xanax. I'm like this, I got a Xanax and I got my Chardonnay Let's Hit it. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like it's because you were in school all these years. And I feel like even though we're in this kind of crazy time, you are getting sleep. And I'm, it's a compliment to the fact that you look... You look lovely, always. Oh, okay. Now
1: I, now I get it. <laughs> but you look, you look fresh. So I was like, "Oh my god, what if I looked like no. in the past?" <laughs> you do, I just come on. Oh god, I just come on, and I'm just like,
0: you do I'm look kind of like, like bags
1: under my eyes.
0: You were trying to graduate. You're at the very end of graduating, and I think yeah. this lasts probably, you know six months you just been like <sighs> going through it so
1: no my yeah my sleep schedule has gotten on track as as much as it has been in the last couple of years yeah so that i love and i think we're going to talk about it later with the routines and everything but i think we're we're all slowly adjusting yes a little better to the quarantine and then sophia looks lovely to i'm that. gonna say
0: before we move on sophia looks lovely she got an eye going she's got a lip going
3: Thank you. Thank you. I try. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis,
0: <laughs> you are like you are uh, the David and Alexis Rose of Ashland podcast.
3: Yeah. Yes.
0: And then our mom will will
1: will do a little Moira every now and again. Will yeah, she? A
3: little
1: bit. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. I can only see. Is it Flavia or Flavia? Flavia. Flavia. I can I can only imagine. I gotta get this on. This has gotta be a TikTok, right? This is gonna be a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and then just Michael the walks in, and bed. he's just you oh know, gosh. Michael comes in, and he's uh you know, Roland or maybe he's the Dad.
1: <laughs> no, he's kind of just like, what's going on? Yeah,
0: <laughs> stop it, you guys are weird. Uh, so yeah, so I feel like we were caught in this over of Tiger King. We would have moved on. We would have said that was cute, but we kind of like it, it's like getting caught in Pompeii. All those people who were doing that shit like on the day that Pompeii like went crazy, no one knew it was going to happen. You know, so they're all just doing their grocery shopping, they're, or they're going to the club, or, you know, whatever they were doing, whatever you did in Pompeii. I feel like there was a lot of, I don't know, were they bringing in the sheaves? I don't know what they were doing gathering water, having sex, walking the dog. Did they walk dogs? Did they have leashes? Anyway. So when you go to Pompeii and you see all these people kind of laying around, going, oh, I feel like that's what happened with Tiger King. It's like we were all just minding our business and then the pandemic happened and then we're caught in this moment where everybody's hyper, I feel like, obsessed with a show that otherwise I think would have just slipped on by. Or is that just my perception? Is Tiger King that compelling and we would have been this obsessed without the pandemic?
2: I don't. I don't know because like, I didn't know you know you know about a lot of stuff because you got your ear to the ground, but um, I didn't know about it. And then we watched it, and I didn't hear about it. And then the pandemic happened. Then I just started seeing stuff pop up online. Everybody's yeah. commenting about it. So I think it part of the pandemic sort of made us watch it magnify. Like, it. If we had the pandemic during the uh, don't fuck with cats. You know, that's what we would be doing. It would just be like, Wah. see, that's what I said Do
0: you guys agree with that? Do you think that we would be just as obsessed with whatever? Like the circle just came out, we'd be watching that.
2: I think so. Whatever, whatever was hot, and this just happened to be salacious enough to get everyone's attention.
0: I think. I don't know if it's
1: like the an amount of us i think like just like more people are just watching things now yeah Uh, like i think it's like so prevalent because now people have more time to watch things i don't know if it's like a hyper obsession because (laughs) of the pandemic i think it would have i think it would have reached a fever pitch like it does now without it oh
0: you really do okay because i know that the podcast was quite popular did you guys listen to the podcast
1: I didn't even know there was a podcast.
2: Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, and the same thing. If it was if it was a Dirty John right now, that would have been. I think the pandemic is the agent that causes. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Because you just don't to so the point
1: the- where like Netflix has to like cap like video quality in certain states to like you know not break the internet. <laughs> open but the this screen. is weird for me because I'm I'm a person that watched most of the first episode. It spiked my anxiety, and I didn't really get it. And I feel like maybe if I kept watching I don't understand it, but the whole time I, I I guess I just didn't know what to make of it and it just turned me off. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Your big wiggins was like the tigers, right? Like you just didn't want to see the tigers eat someone.
1: It would yeah, it was it was I'm like fine with tigers, but like the way they're the like the proximity to the people that
3: mm-hmm. that
1: are handling them, I'm just like, oh my god, it's like they're gonna they're gonna tear their arms off. And it, I had to stop when it, when it was that one point in the first episode where the guy was like reaching back to pet one of the tigers and the tigers tried to like nab him in the hand. I was like, oh my God, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Someone's going to fucking die.
0: Sophia?
3: <laughs> I mean, I have a strong stomach, so I don't... That doesn't really bother me. I see where you're bothered. I have it. a
1: strong stomach, but it's it's that specific situation. Like, you know what I mean like... Even if a dog like that's why I can't like when I'm playing with a dog, I don't go anywhere near its mouth. I just I just like get wigged out, even with my cats. If they try to bite me, I freak out like I don't know what it is. I just like I can't do it.
0: Well, if you had kept watching, your uh, fear would have been realized. Yes. (laughs) Great. (laughs) There are spoilers.
3: So, what you're
1: saying is I jumped ship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is just in time. This, uh, just to give you a heads up, there's spoilers for uh, Tiger King that we're about to discuss in uh, detail. Some of it graphic. Also, if you're squeamish uh, and you don't uh, want to hear about any of those stuff, please stop listening and watching now. Okay. Uh, Yes. So, later on, Saf has his arm bitten off by a tiger. That wasn't me laughing. That was me being like horrified and swallowing in my own fear because uh, he stuck his hand in the cage and it was sheared off. (laughs) It was just the most surreal moment, though, because they're giving a tour on this hillbilly tastic place that Joe has thrown together in Oklahoma. And he basically announces to the to these people in the gift shop, well, you know, Tiger just bit off somebody's arms. I ah, can give you a money bag and you can come back later. And I would just be like, the people in there seem to be sort of shocked, but also kind of not surprised. I mean, I would expect this to be Florida, a Florida-like reaction. But in Oklahoma, I figured there would be a bigger kind of reaction. Yeah, I don't know if you guys. are kind of just
3: like, oh, okay. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I... Last night, I actually rewatched that episode and I didn't realize at first when I first watched it, but the tiger actually just bit the hand and then she pulled through the fence and it shredded some skin off. And at the hospital, um, she was able to write um, her name with that hand, but the doctors basically told him that. They were like, "It's gonna take two years of reconstruction surgery in order for you to like fully like regain like your hand." And Seth said, so "Fuck he it, was like, yeah. cut it off." Yeah, just cut it off.
0: And didn't seem in particularly pissed off at Joe or anyone that it happened.
3: No, but well, I I feel like no because he probably thought you know maybe that wasn't a good idea. Just stick my hand sure. in the fence. Like well, the Joe is
0: also shaming him for losing his hand while he's also kind of alerting his crew he goes into full like emergency like he's acting like he's the great savior even though he's created this fucking horrible mess in the first place right. by setting up this just shitty place on earth with these poor animals who were trapped and bred into this place and he's just sort of like smoking and freaking out and being dramatic by because they were taping everything you know joe super wants to be famous the whole reason for any of this being and existing is that joe like a lot of big cat people is just batshit and wants to be popular and wants to be famous and none of this has anything to do with conservation of animals no matter what kind of shit they try to tell you so absolutely they're always recording things i mean they recorded everything
2: and that was that was the 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 um the reality crew right Doing the majority of that? Yeah. Or was he doing... Did he have something another crew doing...
3: He he had his own crew, but he also had... There was like a film production there okay. as well.
2: That's what I was... I was blown away with just the amount of detail of his own crew, the footage that they got. Right. And I'm like, holy
3: shit. Because
0: that was part of his empire. Part of his yeah. empire was having the TV station. He had this internet mm-hmm. channel right. every day.
2: And he did hire people in positions where they are sort of reliant on him. Right. Like Saf you know, said the best thing for me is to get back out there, you know? And like what the next day was working again or something. Well, here's the thing. I
3: mean, he, yeah, go ahead. He hired people that were just like sitting on the side of the road, not having a place to stay. And he would offer a place to stay, even though it was like the trashiest place. But to them, you know, anything is better than nothing. Right.
0: People who were like, maybe had a past uh, criminally people who are like felons. And you know, Jay, Joe gave him a place to stay, and I think they were getting like what two fifty a week, and then 150. One fifty a week, yeah. A place to stay, which was you know a dollar fifty or a hundred hundred fifty a hundred fifty okay. And then they were <laughs> feeding like,
2: damn
0: they were feeding their big cats and their animals after out of expired food that came from local um, yeah. grocery stores,
2: the Walmart, mm-hmm. and stores. not only
0: were they feeding that food to the animals, they were also Living off of it. Yeah. The the actual people who worked there.
2: I mean, it was just deplorable all the way around. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to like belittle the sense of community that he built there because all people want community. But just from top to bottom, it was just. Yeah.
0: And just when you think that Joe is like the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen in a way. I know. And I'm like, I love me some Southern queers. I understand our Southern queers very well. Um, I am one. Uh, but, like, coming out of that whole thing, you're just like, Joe, just as you're like, you want to help him, like, you just want to whisper in his ear. And there's, yeah, there's parts of Joe that is very redeemable and, and actually even downright loving and kind. And then there's that, that egotistical, narcissistic part of him that is the monster, that the Joe exotic yes. part that you're just like, holy shit. But you think, like, okay, Joe's got problems. Joe's probably, possibly bipolar. I don't know. Um, but then you meet the other players in the game, this doc guy, what the fuck? And then (laughs) the alleged, you know, big cat rescue chick, uh, Carol Baskin. And you see this lady, why are you wearing that thing on your head? You are wearing laurels around your hair, like you're 18, you're hanging on to the past. And then she's rescuing what and to what end. What I took away from this whole thing is that big pat cat people are, as one of the guys said in the documentary, they're just they're batshit crazy. Yeah, they're batshit
3: crazy. Yeah.
2: I mean, any any type of of um, exotic trade on any level of anything, it could be rugs or tables. You it's think like, so?
3: You think
0: all those people have a screw loose? Not you as think b- they got the Persian rug store <laughs> is just, you know about to like <laughs> pop off
2: by by degrees, <laughs> but you know, especially when it gets to like. You know, that took a turn. the more exotic <laughs> it is, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I mean, if you got s- you got snakes and like you know all those type of things, do alligators? Yeah, and, you know, you're
0: saying the import export business has a range, has a spectrum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just a very ignorant <laughs> statement I just No, made. I'm, I'm rolling <laughs> with it. I think it's awesome. It was just testers. draped in ignorance. <laughs> I have. I'm just. Let me just take my ignorant shirt off.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. No, so you so you see this kind of thing is framed in, that, that the the short end of the stick goes to the animals. I'm a huge animal yeah. lover. I think we all are. This is this is not the way to treat animals. The, the all of the conditions are shitty and poor and bad. And even though Joe likes to say, you know, he might have saved the tiger from extin- extinction, but at what cost? Yeah. And then Doc is yeah. allegedly breeding them to be pet and handled when they're young, and then is killing them when they get older. We don't know that those are the charges that are leveled against him and blah, blah, blah. But I kind of like was rooting for no one at the end of this. But Joe by far is not the most egregious person in the documentary to me when you get through the whole thing, right? I
3: mean, what was your take on it? Well, at first I was like, "Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure about this guy. And you know, they got into his like past life about him coming out Um, as gay and his um, dad making him promise his mom that he wasn't allowed to come to his father's funeral. And then, you know, the whole reason why GW Zoo happened was because Joe and his brother were going to make that, like, you know, they wanted to have a zoo or something something like that. But then his brother tragically died in a drunk driving incident. And Joe started going to schools ironically talking about drugs and how it makes you ugly and makes your teeth fall out um and doing magic shows and then he got severely depressed and tried to commit suicide broke his back and one of his neighbors had exotic animals and that's how he was really introduced into that world and then they started getting into the whole you know the sheriff department there at oklahoma would get be like, you know, watch out for Joe. Like he's like, no good. You know, stuff like that. So then you you're kind of like sucked back into like, mm, I'm not sure about this guy anymore. Yeah. And then it just gets worse progressively. Because so. you you feel for the guy. Like you you know, I get it. I totally
0: got it up into the point where it's like, okay, we're doing what now? <laughs> yeah. Until <laughs> so it just exploded into what it was, and then he has these alleged. I mean, they're they are his husbands, whether they are. Man, they got to be bi, right? They say they're not gay, but they were his husbands, and they had, I don't know, man. I'm very confused, (laughs) but I'm also not confused because I I grew up in Alabama, and there's a lot of uh, people who were very confused just because of the climate of the region where you can't be out. I guess what, what Tiger King is teaching America is not everyone's straight, are they? Not everybody's completely straight. Does straightness even exist? I don't know. Maybe that'll be like season two of Tiger King. I feel like there's going to be a season two.
1: Listeners, write in. Tell (laughs) us what you think. I know
0: they're adding an episode because... um, Like a follow-up? Yeah, Jeff. No, there's one more episode with Jeff Lowe that they're going to put out. I don't know if it's a season two, right? Sophia, is it a season two or are they just adding an episode with Jeff Lowe? I think
3: they're just adding an episode. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure. I didn't really look into it.
0: The, the thing that you walk away from, though, after all of this is that, you know, there's all of this stuff going on with the animals. There's a lot of court cases and douchebaggery. Jeff comes in. He's, oh, my God, he sucks. There's so many people who suck in this. Saf is one of my favorites, I, and the other staffers, I kind of have a soft place for him. His husband seemed rather sweet. Um, there's, there are some uh, good actors in this, if you will. But then there's Carol Baskin. And I'm just like, I don't know, from the outset, I was like, yeah. Sup.
1: That I could attest to. Because when she first was introduced in the episode, I was like, well, I think maybe part of it was like, oh, this is the woman everyone's talking about. But I was just like, there's something not something very Cruella DeVille happening here. <laughs>
0: just the way she is and then when we got done the whole Don Lewis thing you know her her first husband who was a multi-millionaire right what was the story okay so here's the thing we were asking Sophia like to come on and, and be on the podcast with us and she and I are Tiger King buddies right now and uh <laughs> what happened so like I said hey we're gonna do this on the podcast tomorrow and then she had more than a few notes can you show your notes She's ready what to litigate. This um,
3: I have a page here that's just about the murder. This is about the murder <laughs> slash article that Carol put out. And then I just have a few notes on Joe and then a list of um things wrong with Carol Baskin.
1: I, I, <laughs> wait, I just want to point out not to like spoil your notes anything, but two of the points says hypocrite and then fake in all caps.
0: <laughs> I like it. Yes. And agreed. So let's walk through the whole. We got. We can't call it murder uh, until it's officially called murder. He disappeared. Right. Correct? Is that the what they disappearance right. of Don
3: Lewis? This yes. is
0: nineteen ninety seven. So walk us through what allegedly happened.
3: So leading up to it, um, in June, um, he went to his lawyer, basically saying that he wanted to get a, a um restraint order against um Carol because he, she was basically threatening his life and he felt like he was in danger but that was just verbal argument there was no abuse so they couldn't do the restraining order um, and he's telling
0: friends around him right that he's afraid of Carol yes. he's scared of his wife yes
3: yes were they living they, in the same ju-
0: place when this was happening do you remember they were in the, were they occupying the same home had he moved out do we know?
3: They were still together and um, living in wherever they were living. But, yeah, they were living in the same place. Um, so this happened in June. And he disappeared August 18th. So basically what happened leading leading up to that is tried to put a restraining order. He told his friends. There's a lot of people who worked for him that he was very close with. Um, his daughters, he told his daughters, and he told his secretary Anne, who he trusted with um, his two wills, and he was she was his power of attorney for those wills. So, another people um, probably don't know this if they didn't read the article, but um, he went to Costa Rica a lot. And they mentioned that he went once a month. The reason why he went once a month, um, per Carol Baskin's article, is that he would leave whenever Carol was on her period to go hook up with his girlfriend in Costa Rica. And he was looking at property because he ultimately wanted to move the zoo to Costa Rica because he loved it there. And so, did they have
0: a zoo at the time? I forgot this part. Did they already have a zoo? Yes. I really don't appreciate having to think about Carol Baskin's period, but please continue on.
3: <laughs> yeah. So the day he disappeared, and this this is all coming from Carol, you know, what happened. Um, at three AM, Carol went to go to the store to get milk for the kittens at the zoo. I think this is So she could establish an alibi to say, oh, this is where I was. Because he was supposed to be leaving early, early, early um, to go to Costa Rica. He was going to go to Miami, get a plane, go to Costa Rica. I think this was her like, just trying to establish her alibi because, you know, she's smart. She knows what she's doing. Um, And then obviously, you know, nobody heard anything from him. And she called police the next day, August 19th. To say, like, my husband's disappeared, whatever. So, during the show, they interviewed one of his close friends that also worked with him. And he said that Don had told him, if I can pull this off, this will be the slickest thing I've ever done. Okay. There wasn't much context there. So, then I got to thinking the whole van situation. He took his van... To the airport why would he when his keys were in there and his briefcase were in the van why would he leave the van there i'm not sure many people think that it was planted to be like oh he actually went on a plane and left and then carol also um talks about how you know he had a an airplane license and he got into like a bunch of airplane crashes and after that, he started acting weird, forgetting things, kind of like touching on the subject that he possibly might have dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever, but never say that they went to the doctor to, you know, see if that's true or not. And even, I feel like the police during all this were not good at all. They did not do their job the way they would. Because if Carol did um, say that he had dementia and Alzheimer's, what she said to the police they kind of dragged their feet a little bit. be like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, this guy will come around. It's whatever. Um, so. so where do they leave
0: it? Okay, so he just disappeared. They never find a body, right? So the body no. never uh, appears anywhere. And they sort of, I felt like, and again, I don't know if this is actually true. This is 1997. I don't know if I paid too much of attention until after the fact, but like, did the cops like really drilled down you're saying like they didn't it was like a cursory investigation and they were like oh well
3: he yeah. crashed I mean, somewhere didn't, didn't, over
0: the ocean or what was their like what was their theory
3: they didn't really they you know a bunch of theories were being thrown at them and they kind of like we you know a lot of things could happen i mean the fact that they didn't even take the van until like a couple of days later and they didn't really question and like yeah they did a search an aerial search of the zoo, and stuff like that. But they didn't really, like, you know, investigate it. People were saying he was in the, um... What was it, the sewer tank or whatever? And obviously they weren't going to look down there, you know. And people were saying, oh, if she fed it to a tiger, there would be, like, blood and bones. But then, you know, a tiger's stomach is very acidic to the point where they can, you know, break down bones in their body. So, I don't know. In my opinion, they did not do the best investigation they could have done.
0: Yeah, and to the degree that now that this thing is blown up uh, and now that everybody's talking about it, uh, the Florida Sheriff's Department in that region there has opened up this case again. Yeah. So. Reluctantly? Not at all. I feel like they're like, because we're all asking the question, how the fuck does a guy, and his ex-wife and his uh, daughters uh, are just absolutely convinced yeah. that something shady's gone yeah. down.
3: Well, especially because after you know all of this kind of cooled down a little bit, Carol broke into his secretary's office, and and basically took his will, his wills, both of them, and she decided that she would change. Um, instead of of the secretary, she, Carol would be the power attorney, and it's that it's that weird thing where it says um in case of my disappearance or death
2: That's right. I remember that. Yeah.
3: And that's not really that's not usual verbiage in a will no. like that. No. Nobody's nobody predicts their disappearance. You can dip um your death, sure, but not your disappearance. So that was strange and she basically took everything that he had and left his daughters with 10% of, you know, so and the way she run that f- part,
0: yeah, <laughs> she did it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we all did
0: that. We all leaned forward on the couch. When we got to that part. And went, that bitch did it. Yeah. Allegedly, we're not attorneys. Not accusing you. Um, uh, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> this is all conjecture. She's probably fine.
2: Could you imagine if there was like a Durst fine. moment on, in this thing?
0: You know if they if they had a durst moment, you would think that that video would be out there. I mean, maybe Netflix is like, "Aha, we got everybody's attention and they pull out the durst video, yeah, That'd be crazy. So here's my thing. Then she runs a of Joe later, and mm-hmm. they start antagonizing each other, really mo- more Joe antagonizing her because she's accusing him. Of just deplorable d- conditions and cat breeding and other things, and on his ch- his daily channel he goes after her like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then in music videos we'll get to the singing in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God!
3: But Which like, isn't even him singing. It's but. not
1: even yeah,
0: him singing. I knew it wasn't. It's not. I,
1: knew, I was like, "There's Look, no way."
0: <laughs> girl. If he actually sounded like that, he wouldn't need to be raising no animals. He could just be out on right. tour. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But I want to find out who. I would have find I want to find out who murdered Don Lewis or where he would be at, and I want to know who's singing those songs. Is that a knowable thing? Has anybody searched that as it's they come Don forward? Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> it's what don
3: lewis it's, don lewis. it's don, don lewis
0: Oh, wouldn't that just be any somewhere in costa rica like mm. uh god please let that be true so that's so they are sort of running afoul of each other and then they like carol and her n- latest husband mm-hmm. sue joe and win it's a defamation court right case that, that they win yeah, And now he owes them like to the tune of a million or something. And he doesn't have it. And this mm-hmm. is where Joe's world falls apart. And he ends up right. going to jail. He's in prison currently.
3: Well, he
2: meets up with that other dude. the, the, the Oh, yeah. The, oh, the Jeff good. Lowe. Yeah, yes. The other guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who totally preys on him. That guy's creepy. That
2: guy. Man. I mean, there's just a bunch of swindlers. Like, degree of swindlers. Yeah. He thought Joe was bad. Well, then he you meets know, that dude. like.
3: Right. Well, this whole like exotic animal thing, all it is is just organized crime and people will go to the max in order to, you know, get what they want. So, yeah. just like drugs or anything else.
0: Typical. Ty- typical. Um, Did anybody check where Carol was the day that Epstein? Anyway. um, <laughs> <laughs> Getting ahead of myself. So, I, I just feel like we all are asking like what happened to Don and it, I don't know what your theories are. I can't I had theories when I listened to the podcast. Now watching the documentary, I'm not quite so sure what she did with him. It stands to reason to me that she fed him to the cats. Allegedly. Possibly. Sort of. Someone. <laughs> fed Don to alligators, cats, maybe a variety of animals. That
3: right. So I don't... What do you think? I You know, I feel like she did have a part in, in it, and I feel like it, it was... It wasn't a coincidence being that, you know, it was kind of like a perfect time to do something, being that he was in Costa Rica or going to Costa Rica and it'd be like, Oh, maybe something happened. Like, we don't know, we don't know where he is. Um, but do I believe that she, you know, had a part in it? Absolutely. I don't I mean I mean, it could she could have hired someone else. I know that her father absolutely hated him, so Yeah you know, what exactly happened, I'm not entirely certain about that, but
0: There's something very strange about Carol in general. I don't know if it's just my, she struck me this way on the podcast as as well. Like, there's a veneer, right? There's just a nobody's home. (laughs) Yes, Yeah, like as much as Joe is a sociopath and and just a, you know, possibly a tweaker narcissist carol is a whole another level of something that is unsettling she's unsettling to yeah. me she's kind of like
2: yes. like like Doc, yes cuz he he's got this nice polished veneer about him but there's just like dude this guy is a creep he's well, weird yeah, cuz like
3: other cuz i feel like them too they know what they're doing yeah so they they just come off as like as like that. Vers- versus Joe, he kind of not really has a clue what he's doing. So it's very yeah, reactionary to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like rolling shit. <laughs> yeah. Which <We're> is <just> completely <laughs> clueless. He is rolling know?
0: shit. Yeah. There's a lot of uh. Somebody needs to put that guy's face on the Tiger King. Everybody's doing the Tiger King thing. Maybe it's been done. So that was your that's your, your first page. Did we get to the, your first page of like laying out the alleged crime? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what were your other questions that you had? What were the other things that you wanted to cover? Because I want to get to these.
3: Um. So the article that Carol Baskin put out on her Big Cat Rescue website, she posted it after, you know, the TV show aired and everyone was reacting to it. And she was basically trying to refute everything the TV show was saying and saying that they weren't covering anything. And it was a long ass article and I was not about to read it at like 3 a.m. So I tried to like skim through it, get the points, you know. And um, she wrote that they didn't include his mental state or talk of a mental state of Don Lewis, even though they put in the part where she herself talked about it and how she thought that he had dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever. So I don't know what she's talking about. Um, The meat grinder, where people were saying that they put him in a meat grinder or whatever. And she was like, that's not possible because our meat grinder is just like a handheld one. And she even physically put up her hands to show the size of it. And in the article, she wrote that the tv show kind of like emphasized it even though she physically showed how big it was um and she also said that the tv show didn't include her side of the of the situation but i feel like you know it was it was pretty much 50/50 on both sides of what was happening so I don't know. I'd
0: have to probably watch it again to see if that's true. There is a lot more. I feel like there's a lot more of Joe's voice and Joe's perspective in this than Carol's. I don't think that that's unfair of her to say, honestly. Um, but they encapsulated her story on the podcast, and I feel like what more has she – I mean, now's the time then, right? I guess this Fine. long-ass article is one of the way to address it.
2: I felt like, I felt in, in the story, and and again, maybe because I wasn't like totally invested, like just staring, watching at it's it. It's
0: all about the Tiger
2: King. Yeah. Uh, it was all You're about You're waiting the, for the Persian was rug all about conspiracy the, It was theory. all about the Tiger <laughs> King. Yeah, yeah. It was like, they didn't really didn't talk about her. And then now that the the whole big story is about, well, we know where he is, but did she kill her husband? I'm like, it's sort of, to me, it, it sort of glossed over that a little bit. Because yeah. with the flamboyance of Joe and all his yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, shooting at the dummies and shooting at whatever. And I'm like- She sort of, I sort of lost her show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing though. Okay. So let's just say someone fed Don to an animal or something. I mean, how do you even prove that at this point? You don't have a body. You would have.
1: I think it's it's weird that. Oh, I mean, it's not weird, but like if Carol has been like raising these tigers, then she would know that it's acidic stomach would like be able to break down the bones like leaving virtually no evidence of a body like I think that's that's something but I mean would you say criminal justice but how are you gonna
0: prove it like the (laughs) only way for it's she'll have to confess or the person who helped her because I just don't see that woman you know shifting her laurel around and getting to work i just you know what i mean like i feel like she's a person who has she's a manager she's a person who has other people do her bidding i don't feel like carol is a hands-on person like that
2: yeah
3: yeah
0: so who is that person and are they gonna dime on her
2: i don't think she totally just fed the body to the tigers i don't think you can get rid of it that quick
0: i don't i don't think um, we're not we can't say for I feel like we should have an attorney all of a sudden. Well, no, I'm just saying, like if you okay, if you
2: fed if you fed a body to a bunch of tigers, like they wouldn't eat the skull. It would still be they'd be playing with have it.
0: You, did you see how these tigers was running around like half ass crazy, like from hunger when they were feeding them? Which Maybe. is also a dangerous non weight You shouldn't be feeding tigers that way, according to the experts. So, not a tiger will eat a skull. Maybe. A tiger's not like oh, I don't eat those. No, I'm sorry, those are finger bones. Ew. I don't see a tiger being that picky. They were like throwing like whole like cow. Bite into your they fi- had cows the with their face. they were feeding them cow legs like with the hoof and the fur on it. They're, the tiger's not going to be like I don't know I just don't I don't like the
2: skulls. Yeah, but <laughs> no, it's <was> only <laughs> one skull. But I'm just saying it's like you could bite into like the leg or the hoof, break the bone, and then eat the rest. To eat a face like a whole face, I
0: feel like there's I feel like there's some butchering that goes into this. Yes, that's why you get help. Yeah. If we've learned nothing from Mind Hunter, it's very labor-intensive to hack up a body, and I don't see Carol. And this was nineteen ninety-seven when Carol was not big as a minute; she was a little tiny, waifish-looking thing.
2: Yeah, if she did it, she probably had help.
0: She, if she the allegedly crime of the possibly, I don't know. Yeah,
3: I mean, she also did fire everyone that worked for Dawn, so.
1: I'm telling she you
3: on side.
1: I don't remember anyone or anyone being this worked up about a case. Um, than that one case, Casey,
0: Casey Anthony, case I'm talking Casey, Casey
1: Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, what, 11? <laughs> yeah, I remember that was like the only thing anyone around me was talking about.
0: Yeah, but there's like, been some big ones. There's yeah, been some just big... a
2: couple of years ago with um, Edna. That was yes. huge.
0: Yes. Like Ad- who? Adnan, did you ever did you ever listen to the first uh, season of Serial? Uh uh-uh. Okay, it's time for you to find something obsessively uh, obsessive to uh, listen yeah, to.
2: You will not. You will just rail through it.
0: We used to get up at six o'clock in the morning when on the day that they would release the next episode and yeah. listen to that every single moment of that podcast, and it's still something that we still kick around. Hmm. whether Adnan sure. killed Heyman Lee. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I didn't
1: know that's what serial was. No, you're right. I do remember serial being a big thing. I didn't know that's what it was about.
0: Season one. Season two, not so much. Yeah, but season, season one, one yeah. Sarah Koenig, it's all that we were talking about and we were obsessed with. And I feel like there's a whole true crime world, you know. there's Obviously, there's podcasts out there that, that this is huge. It's a huge, you know... Who was like Georgia and I can't remember the other who's the two girls? My favorite murderer? Oh yeah. That's yeah, right. they have like thirteen to bazillions uh, of people who listen to that show. So they, they can they hit the highlights. They're kind of across these. But Serial was the one that really captured like people who weren't even into tree crime were talking about it. And I think yeah. this was happening with Tiger King is that because the players yeah. are so unusual. But no, I feel you. It's like this one seems to this this one's taking center stage. I still feel like the pandemic is firing
2: a lot of it. I I think I don't know. I was more I was more intrigued with the Dirty John story than this one.
0: Dirty John was kind of crazy, only because of and again we're about to talk about Dirty John. Don't let us spoil Dirty John for you as well. Um, Tara was the shocker. Tara is the one where you're like someone who watched Walking Dead. Who was tiny, who had that little cartoonish baby doll voice, ends up being the hero of the hour. After you're watching this family just go, yeah. like the mother just dating this guy. We all, all of us would have just been like, no dog, nah. But she just doubled down on this guy, and then he ends up just being insane. That one, yeah, that one was a big one. Yeah. And you know they're gonna do the the next one has Christian Slater in it. The next big true crime one like that. The next season of Dirty John.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: it's going to be, I uh, forget Betty's last name, but she murdered her husband. And I covered part of the trial later on. I don't remember the particulars now, but I remember us all going, oh, she did it. <laughs> we were trying to be objective. You know, like your your job is to be objective. And you're like, okay, look, we need to hear all the evidence. But literally after the first, you know, the opening statements and the whole stuff, I would just remember... Just talking to the photog and going, oh, that bitch did that shit. That was crazy. Um, but I think she confessed. Anyway. It's not necessarily my lane. And I like to, I used to say, oh, I don't watch true crime. But here I am. <laughs> always talking about it and having to admit that apparently I do watch true crime. What were your other notes before we move on to our, uh,
3: our other points? Um. Basically like my list of what's wrong with Carol Baskin. Um, <laughs>
0: we really do need a lawyer.
3: Yeah. Probably. No, yeah, be careful.
1: Don't don't make her hit us with the defamation. I'll tell well, you what, man. I mean,
3: the the thing that really like was irritating me is that she's so big on, you know, save these cats' lives and give them like a better life and Joe's like, you know, using them for money and all of that, but like at the same time, she's also using them for money yep. you know she was the one who really kick the her you not know, using social media to you know do that so it's like you're kind of a hypocrite yeah yeah she
2: started out breeding too
3: right yeah she did
2: she's like tom steyer You wanna start off like being like big big oil? Do not
0: piss off Tom Starr. (laughs) He's a billionaire. He has nothing to do. He's not even running for president anymore. He's like big oil. And he's at home right now. And
2: then he like turns around and goes against big oil. Yeah.
0: We love you, Tom. Love your tie. You're great. (laughs) Please sponsor us. Damn. Okay. What else?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um. That's pretty much it. I think, yeah, I got everything out that she, I need to get she's out. She's a hypocrite and no she's
0: bastion. fake. I just feel like there's something up. Like it's 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 obvious something is up. The one thing we can say about Joe Warts and all we get to know everything about him. Um, Doc and Carol, not so much. They, Jeff, say, they, they yeah. seem
2: very malicious. Yeah, like you know, they sums up. They, they, the plan is to fuck you over.
0: I think the thing that also sticks with me the most is that Joe ran for president.
2: Oh, that's right. In 2016. And governor. And, and governor.
0: Right. Was it governor or just... Maybe it was just governor and not president. No, he
2: ran for president. And no, then he, he ran for president. Okay.
0: Yeah. And he hired this young campaign director, this young gay man who was smarter than anybody in the room whom I loved. Uh, I don't have his name in front of me. Does anybody know his name? Go through this series here. But he... uh he was like, we're following along with him, and he's kind of really narrating Joe's world the best out of anyone. I want to say, and then the one of Joe's husbands, I want to say this is the first or second husband, second. because because the second one because there's cameras everywhere. He was struggling with it seemed like depression, some drug mm-hmm. use, oh, yeah. and there's a camera and. The campaign office and this guy l- kills himself in front of this campaign manager and you see his reaction to it. I think he thought he was joking at first. we don't see the actual suicide,
2: but we see well it wasn't a suicide he it was a um
3: oh yeah
2: it was a gun I think it was I, I don't know oh, well, it was an accident like, yeah it was a, a Ruger or something and apparently one round stays in the chamber and he didn't know that. And the campaign. And he manager, was like playing around. Yeah, yeah. He
3: was playing around, like pointing it to people, and then he was like, "It's not loaded." And then he shot it like in his head, and it killed him. Yeah,
2: and then and that's why the the, the photo. I mean, the the camera was on the cam, and he was like,
0: "But okay, totally." Like, I don't. I obviously don't watch things very well. I might have had a beer or two that night as well. I will admit. <laughs> so he, it was kind of like the act that actor who shot yeah, himself in the head with wad- the wadding. Yep.
2: And this was like point blank. No,
0: because because I thought it was set up to sound like he was suicidal, like Joe was kind of controlling him, and he went into this campaign manager to be oh woe is me and shot himself. And now you guys are telling me that no. it was just like literally because there was an extra round in the chamber. He
2: he did he came into the office and he was pointing it at people, and the campaign manager was like, "Please don't point that at me."
3: Yeah.
2: And then he was like, "Oh, it's not loaded, it's, hey, and it's like you know whatever," and then he put it up to his head and shot himself.
3: You can even see, like, the flash from the gun in, like, the corner. I didn't even.
0: Andre's like, I am never watching this series. I'm like, this, I'm like, this
1: shit is wild. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, I don't need this kind of shit right now. I don't need this kind
3: of. I
2: this totally forgot about that moment. But, yeah, that was.
3: Oh, yeah. And then, like, Joe showed up to, like, his funeral wearing, like, a pastoral suit. And like sang and
0: oh god about his
3: balls.
0: He was so inappropriate. Yeah, Yeah. he was so inappropriate at this young boy's funeral, and so I was just cringing. And this is where Joe is like, fancies himself a showman when it just it's like a car wreck that you can't look away from. It's not showmanship. It's just like. He's also said some pretty racist
2: shit. <laughs> Didn't he point the, the his gun at the camera? The guy holding he the camera, he
3: literally did.
2: And then he just pointed it up in the air and shot it. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah.
3: There's some. There's so much footage of them just like screwing around with guns, and it's just like.
0: No, I would be. Uh, I would be bouncing off of that crew in two seconds. Be like,
2: peace, bitch. Like, nah. Good
0: luck with it. Good luck with it. Get yourself a camcorder. See you later. I'll call. Him. Get yourself an iPhone four. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the hell they had at the time. This was <laughs> When did they shoot this? When did they actually record the documentary? Do we know?
3: It was five years before Joe got arrested. Oh.
0: And how many years did Joe get? Oh, crap.
2: I think he got a lot. Like 22, of right? Yeah, something. Oh, he got 80? Oh, I thought it was 20. I, twi- I thought it was 22. 22, something eighteen Maybe or something. Was, uh, I, don't
0: know. I don't know. But I know that Cardi B is trying to get him <laughs> Andre's like, We have computers here. We can actually look this <laughs> shit up. <laughs> um I feel like uh yeah and then Cardi B is trying to help him out. Like everybody's like trying to like help him out. But then you know black Twitter is like also coming back going posting some of the stuff where he's been like really racist and they're like, You don't wanna yeah. get
3: this motherfucker out of prison so yeah,
1: yeah I got sentenced to twenty two years for murder for hire plot killing tigers wow. etc But does
3: that include cuz they also found like tiger bones and stuff in like the zoo after like Jeff had like took everything out. and I know he got charged with that. Oh, like there partners.
0: was that. Oh, so I thought it was, de- it wasn't, defam- oh, okay. it wasn't defamation. I, I obviously didn't watch the show very well. So do not, this is why I don't do recap shows. Cause I'm like, there was a horse in it, right? No, Lisa, there was no horses in this, <laughs> but like, wasn't the guy, you know, he was the three musketeer. No, there was, there was nothing like that in the movie. <laughs> What's happening. So I cannot be relied upon. I used to do this for a living, which is a shocker. And used to know all the details. But now that I'm retired from that, I'm like, "Eh, you guys just tell me when I'm wrong. (laughs) Fine. It was just, it's a wild series. I don't know if that I'm going to ever watch it again. Cause I had done my time with the podcast and Angie was telling me, oh man, they're going to turn that into a documentary. She was the one who got me to listen to Joe Exotic in the first place. Uh, It's called Joe Exotic uh, on the Wondery podcast.
2: I say, I want to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Cause it's,
0: there's a more of a, well, it's, it's the difference between a podcast and, you know, a documentary. I liked kind of the the trip you go on, and you're just sort of being swung into this world, and they set the stage, and you're a little bit more braced for it. Whereas this just starts with just a guy in a tragic mullet, and it's just all face-first downhill from there, and you're just like, okay, this is just getting weirdest shit. Every Every episode gets weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder. And so, didn't Doc get arrested as well?
3: I'm not sure. I don't think that, that I know they, like, were, there was talk of that, but I don't know if that's, like, closed yet or not.
2: That dude should get arrested. That dude's shady. He should. Though. He
3: really
0: should. That <laughs> shady as hell. Um. Okay. So that's where I start. Tiger King, Um. I was just kidding about solving the murder. There's no way to solve this murder unless, you know, you were there. But I was just hoping, you know, our maiden YouTube channel would be like, aha, but we, there's no way for us to know. So I'm sorry I teased <laughs> you guys. first
1: episode.
3: Oh, my God, Ellen, here we come. Yeah,
0: here we go. We're just like, we figured it out. Um, When we were starting, starting to slide into this, we didn't know what it was going to be. We didn't know this was going to be this level of a lockdown. We didn't know we were going to be here facing all, all this tragedy and deaths and just the horror stories we hear from the front lines. I remember just initially a couple podcasts ago saying, Hey, you know, get yourself in a routine at home and all of you guys are working at home. And I didn't mean to to come off as callous. I hope nobody thought that I was coming off as callous. I was just trying to help people like transition to home if they were going to be working at home. And now what I'm seeing and what I witness my in my own life, I'm used to doing this. I've been working at home for two decades. I have been fighting against myself every day to focus and work. My brain is so scattered. God help me if I look on Twitter or any of my news alerts, then I'm just spiraling. And I find myself having a hard time concentrating. And then my reaction was to let myself spiral and now I'm into a place where I'm forcing myself to have a routine. But as I'm talking to people around me who are having to cope in different ways, some people are just like, I can't do the routine thing, man. I can't do it they're finding their own measures. Because I think initially we were all like, there was the great rush to the grocery store, the great disappearance of the you know now extinct (laughs) toilet paper. And then there was all of the, how are we going to school our children? Turns out, haphazardly, and (laughs) you're all going to have a nerd friend. No (laughs) one's getting schooled. It's just a fucking joke. And then, you know, now I think we're all going inward. I guess I'm curious with you guys, like, how are you structuring your days or are you even fucking bothering? Like what's actually, cause I felt, I, I kind of feel like I was on my high her- horse about routine and I don't mean it to sound that way. Like I have some fucking answer because yeah. everybody's different. We're all snowflakes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know for me, it's this past week um, has been a little more helpful in terms of um structuring the day because I started, zoom university of which yeah um a lot going on there but if there's anything to be said it's like at least i know what day it is like oh it's wednesday that means i have a class at that day at at that time at that time at that time so that helps um but yeah i don't know no i don't think you came off like on a high horse or something i think it's just like we're all i think every week of this quarantine has been Extremely different (laughs) in like very uh, distinct ways. I think going into this week, I think people are going to be, I'm predicting here, this is just based on how I'm feeling and how people in my house are feeling. I feel like we're slowly acclimating to the quarantine environment and being home all the time. It can, if you really think about it, like we all went from like day to day lives unless you're Lisa and you work from home. But like for, for me, it was like, you know, I was leaving the house every day cause I had to go to class. Um, and then that stopped like all of a sudden. And that's the case for many people. And it, it, it's a shock to the system because then your brain starts to be like, well, why aren't we going outside? <laughs> like, why are we not like driving? Like, I never realized how much like of a ironically, like how much of a, calmer driving is for me like it's like that part of my day where i can just like focus on one thing and not have to think too much about anything um this makes me sound like a reckless driver i promise no, i'm not no, i'm a it's great like a tra- driver, tr- it's, you're saying
0: it's like a transition <laughs> from point a to point b it's like you, it's your transition to get
1: yeah 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 and i miss it and i wish i had you know took some scenic drives before we got the stay-at-home order because now i could get pulled over and sent home because um, I can't just be like, I'm on a scenic drive because that that just sounds like a lie. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I think I I at one point did try to like schedule my day a little bit or at least like be like, okay, from like noon to four, I'm going to be in the office working. Right. That didn't work. My brain doesn't work that way it just ended up me being in the office for like 30 minutes and then playing fallout for the rest of the day. And that's what I needed for that specific day. Cause like, you know, sometimes you wake up
0: and you're just not having it. That's right.
1: But I think that now, to me, though. That,
0: I mean, that, not, not a robot. It's a lot of days where my brain's yeah. like, I'm not going to write shit. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You're yeah, going totally. to sit here and listen to this podcast about, you know, sodding your backyard. Well, that sounds inappropriate, but you know what I mean? Like my, my brain just wants to do what it wants to do. But, I do yeah. have some kind of discipline from working at how. But, yeah, I'm with you. During this, all bets are off. But continue. Sorry.
1: Yeah, totally. No, but, like, no, I think now I've gotten to a point where, you know, I wake up and I think about the times I have in between my classes and I, like, start, start coming up with, like, a checklist of maybe what I want to get done. You know, in the morning I'll, I'll get through, like, small class things that I can knock out really quickly and then maybe get some work done on Dorian or just other stuff in general. Um, And then I'll have class and then that'll be it. And then I have dinner and then I go to sleep, you know? So I'm I'm trying to make it like as less stressful as possible, but I think it helps if you haven't tried this, if you are trying to like write down like hour by hour what you want to do and it's not working, I think I would just come up with like, a couple of things that you really want to do, not necessarily even work related, like maybe you like want to sit down for at least an hour and and get a chapter or two of the book that you're reading out of the way, or you want to like take a walk outside. I've been taking walks every day this week. I think it has helped immensely. Um, yeah, I think I would just like try to to figure out what you want to do for that day based on how you're feeling when you wake up. yeah. Like, that's the bar. That's where you should be, like, putting the foundation up. I don't know. Like, what about what about you? I don't see you for most of the day, but that's no. because you have more classes than I do.
3: Um, I had to learn the hard way that, like, it's okay not to do a lot that day. Like, I wake up and be like, okay, I have to do this. I have class at this time. I, have to, you know, do this quiz and stuff like that. And sometimes I would wake up and be like, I kind of, like, don't want to do that much today. And... It put, like, a lot of, like, pressure and stress on me. And I kind of had to tell myself, you know, it's it's okay that, like, you know, you wake up and you just don't have the motivation to do anything, you know. And my gender and women's study professor actually um, had us, like, write, like, one paragraph of self-care that we're doing at home or any ideas that, you know, of self-care that we could be doing because, you know, it's a stressful time right now and i think like self-care is such a a big 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 thing to work on especially now when you know you have the time and stuff like that so
1: i think a weird anomaly i'm starting to finally realize about myself is that every time before the quarantine anytime i would like stop down and like play a video game or just lay in my bed watching TikToks for an hour there would be a residual guiltiness that i would feel Mm mm-hmm and I don't feel that anymore. <laughs> like I can play like 5 hours of Fallout and like not feel guilty about it. Cuz I'm just like, I mean, what else am I going to do? <laughs> right. Like I don't I don't have that many obligations anymore in, t- in that happen outside of the house now. You know, I'm not driving anywhere. I got to fill my time with something, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. What about I you? Do you feel that way? Do you, like- do you guys ever feel guilty about like like just like spending your time doing things Like that?
0: Well, normally you do, but before I answer that, I was going to say, like, what is, how are you dealing? Like, is it like a roller coaster for you? Because you're a really zen person, I have to say.
2: No, it's, I don't know. It's the stress that I'm feeling is not with how I'm going to occupy my time, because I'm used to not working. I mean, like, when I got a job, I go out, bust my ass, come home. And, you know, if I had five, five days in a row i do five days in a row no no problem but like i'll get up i'll play fallout for two three hours you know i'll just be like okay and then go make something to eat and then i gotta go do some there's things i need to do and i'll get them done
0: but you don't do them and you don't do like the hard stuff first you just kind of
2: no i, I admire
0: don't. him because he just like he'll play his fallout He'll, you know, have his coffee.
2: If shit needs to be done, it'll get it'll get done. Like today, it's like okay, we need to figure out these masks. So we spent the morning figuring out masks. You figured out the masks, you sewed
0: them. I insured you on and gave you my clothes to cut up.
2: Yeah, that's just you know, that's I think that's how I have beautiful ordered. Ordered my life and, and daily structure See, if we're talking about structure because i have no structure
0: yeah you, you really anymore. don't he's like since you've been in production since
2: i got out of the office yeah
0: one of the things he used to say to me is he gets, he's like it's so weird i don't know what day it is when he, he got yeah. into production eight years ago and i'm like that's what happens the of being in production is your monday is not somebody else's monday your friday is not somebody else's friday if you're on a 21 day feature let's just say you're doing a six day week so that means you have one day off. It's not always Sunday. It's not. It may yeah. your day off may be Tuesday. You're and maybe you're doing nights most yeah. of that time. So your time clock gets set by that production, and then when you're off, then you you're just sort of floating in your own time. Yeah. And if you don't know how to manage your time like that, it it's hard to adjust to. But once you do it, you're kind of like that. For me, going back to that thing about do I feel guilty? Fuck yeah, I do. If I got up in the morning and I just Sat down and just got lost in Fallout for five hours. The entire time I would be playing, my brain would be like, "Dude, book, book, yeah, you're in the quarantine. When is the book coming out? You've been working on this bitch since 2016. Yo, yo, do you really need to build this settlement right now? I mean, dog meat will be waiting on you, bitch. Get up. And I just, or if I take a bath. Leisurely in the middle of the day when I have shit to do, I can't relax in the bath because my baths are my favorite thing. I've been doing baths for like a year now, right? I listen to a book, I listen to my podcast, I learn. I get a learn on, or I listen to Ruth Galloway sobbing a forensic, you know, crime while she's also carrying Nelson's baby. It's very uh, lowbrow, and so that that has to be enjoyed later in the evening. Mm-hmm. I cannot make myself. Coast, And I think I should have done that last week because it caused me to spiral. It caused me to have a lot of stress because I was like, nope, doesn't matter. You're going to get up and you're going to do what you normally do. And when I tried to force myself in this routine, I was telling everybody to follow. I freaked myself out. But I think yeah. you're absolutely nailing it by saying that every week of this pandemic and our lockdown it's different. I feel like there's a sea change even within a twenty-four to forty-eight hour period, right? Totally. And they feel like we're kind of all riding it in our different ways. And so, what I've turned to do is I'm just yeah. asking people, like, "What are you doing? What are you getting by?" People are giving me like really cool tips of things that they do and coping mechanisms because we've never been here before. Yeah.
2: And everyone's mm-hmm. everyone's you know pandemic or stressor point, which is the pandemic. It's not on the same timeline. So I have no idea what's going on in New York, but everyone's saying that's going to happen here in L.A. because it's going to happen everywhere on a different timeline. So it's like it's that added stress. And it, I think that also compounds the well, I can't get anything done because I don't want to get this thing. So you yeah. just sort of spiral.
0: Every store run freaks yeah. me out.
2: But see this is the thing it's like I listen to the news all day long.
0: You do. I don't know how you do it. I can't do it anymore. You I'm know. having to limit myself because dude, I'd be I don't know, running screaming down the street hey, look, when with a you know, a peroxided up mullet like Joe Exotic. Yeah. <laughs> how do you do it? It's just You just take on board just a wave yeah. of information. I yeah. I watch chris hayes and then rachel maddow and then i'm spiraling for like an hour and that's why i'm drinking wine again just like i can't you know it's a lot of empty points on weight watchers but i'm like fuck dude what's happening in louisiana (laughs)
1: like i just yeah it got to a point where it's just like i i overcame like that initial guilt of like feeling like I'm putting my head in the sand. But then I kind of rationed it was just like, I really don't need to know the daily numbers every day. Like, cause, cause it, for now it's just climbing. And so is my anxiety. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just gonna put that away for now. I've deleted, I've deleted Twitter a couple of times. I come on it like for a couple of minutes, uh, once or twice during the day. But like most of, most of the time it's not on my phone. If it's on my phone, it's because I'm laying in bed and I don't want to get my laptop um (laughs) but no like yeah i don't know how you do ian like i'm not watching any news anything i'm learning from the the pandemic is through twitter which is already a little problematic to begin with and i take it with a grain of salt but yeah i don't know it's it's just been i think this past week was like high anxiety for everyone now that like getting over the initial anxiety of like oh my god how am i going to be in my house the whole time and then people like oh my god when am I ever getting out of my house? <laughs> no, but I th- I think we're we're slowly. I think it's gonna take some people longer than others, maybe. But I think we're slowly acclimating. I don't feel so cabin fevery anymore, and I rearranged a lot of my furniture today, and I think it's gonna help. Yeah, because um, I I need to change, and yeah. So I I feel I feel pretty good, but like who knows what this week is gonna entail. So
0: it was funny. Like it's it's like everybody. That initial wave was, oh, shit, we're doing this? The people who were sheltering in place initially. And in California, thank God, we got on board early. People saw what San Francisco was doing, and L.A. went right behind it and said, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And all my friends were texting me going, we're all coming home. My cousin, my across-the-street neighbor who works at Disney, everybody's like, we're all coming home. And there was a rush in the grocery store, and that was that just heady kind of time. And then I saw, I've never seen all of these people. I think I talked about this in the last podcast. I'm seeing fools I've never seen before just come out of the world uh, the woodwork. And I live in a part of town where people like trying to be actors and shit. So I'm just seeing people who like just put on makeup just to be out the house because they would be in an audition or something. There's some beautiful ass people in my neighborhood. There's also some crunked up weird possible serial killers in my neighborhood. And then just people you've never seen. Now we're on a popular hill so maybe that's what's drawing people to it. But I feel like now going into what week three for us I can't. I've already slipped in time that I'm seeing a lot less people. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. people are going, okay, I had a break. I walked off my anxiety. I feel like people are just going inward. They're finding their inward zen because if you don't, we don't know. Is this a month? Is this two months? Fauci is actually saying, and a lot of CDC experts are saying, because we're doing this in waves, because we're doing this ad hoc, that it's 18 months. That was the run on uh, the eighteen nineteen eighteen flu. It's two years to cycle through the world population. So I feel like we're forever altered. I feel like now we're all learning ourselves uh, these things about ourselves, and we've never been here before. We have no one was ready for this. No one had stockpiled provisions. No one was prepared to have to do this, and so we're all figuring it out collectively. And that's kind of beautiful and stressful and in a lot of things, I feel like. So I don't know. I'm just rooting for everyone. And and I get so worried for everyone. But I'm like, unless I am Tom Steyer, I don't. And we're struggling. Like, we're th- we're thinking about, we're counting out our beans, right? Going, okay, how long will our, our this money last? And when are those checks going to come? And how can all those people file and you get it in a reasonable time? And when are my bills due and should we really rent birds of prey can we afford like all of those stressors are kind of there too so if i can't i'm trying to figure out a way for us to stay afloat and and how i can help someone in my immediate world if they were to slip under i can't help these other people so i had to step away from it and there's a guilt in that there's a guilt in looking away from the numbers because those are human beings that we're losing daily, hourly. We've now lost more people in New York than in 9 11. And that just starts to come and get me. And then I start imagining Ian there or me. I just, I can't. And then it stays and I just like, okay, I have to just fucking put my head down on what I, my, but my focus is returning. I don't know if your focus is, but my focus is returning to where finally got some work done got back to the book, I feel a lot better than I did, but man, yeah, I have to, I have, I'm finding new things about myself that I thought I had already sorted out. I thought I Mm -hmm. knew a bunch of shit about myself, and I'm like, no, apparently I don't, I don't operate well under certain situations when I thought I would be cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, I haven't been in school in a long time, it's obvious. Oh, what's a zoom class like what is that even remotely
1: it's very awkward um it's annoying that's it um (laughs) no it's extremely annoying when my when my wi-fi goes out all of a sudden and i have to like text people like my wi-fi is not working i'll be back in a minute um, cause that's just like a great excuse for someone who just doesn't want to be there. Um, and I may use it in the coming weeks. Um, no, it's, um, I don't know if it was just because it was the first week, but I, every time I, I logged off, I'm just like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> part of me was, is just like, just give me an A and leave me alone. And then the other part of me is like. I want to give some some benefit of the doubt to the professors because they're just as stressed of suddenly having to teach online, and it's a huge shift. And I totally get it. I think some some professors are sort of helping their fears with that by assigning more work because I guess that makes them feel like they're doing something. No comment on that. Um. <laughs> What's the the most awkward part for me is the end of the Zoom call when everyone's hanging up because I keep forgetting that, so when you want to hang up, there's like a little leave meeting box at the bottom of the screen. And so I'll be like, bye. Uh, You have to do the awkward wave. I hate it. And then you, so you click leave meeting and I always forget there's a second pop-up window that comes up that says, are you sure you want to leave the meeting? So it's very awkward because you're like, Bye, and you're trying to hang up, and you're not saying anything. And you're looking blankly at the screen, and then you're and then you're looking all over the screen. And then you hang up, and it's just like I must have looked like a complete idiot. Um but no, it's it's just like, I don't know. like it it is what it is, but part of me just wishes that they would just
0: graduate you know, and be done with it.
1: Just graduate mean and be done. Honestly. And you've done
0: your four years, you only have a month to go. I feel like they could just go bye bye. And done, and yeah, go with God.
3: Scene,
0: <laughs> And scene. What about you, Sophia? Like, you're you're also taking classes? And is it Zoom that you are you in Zoom or Skype or what are you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm in Zoom as well for um my reading film class. Um, I mean,
1: she's taking a film class. That's right.
3: Yeah, <laughs> important. <laughs> I mean, they were
0: looking at Get Out.
1: We're in. Oh, yeah, we're until, yeah, we're like, looking, like, get yeah. Out. Dang, that, I'm
3: like, Man. yeah,
0: that's one of my favorite movies.
3: Yeah, so I mean, honestly, it's for that class at least. I feel like it goes a lot faster, and my I love my professor in that class. He's like super dorky and just really funny, so it hasn't been that bad. But I've never done online classes before. In my opinion, I absolutely hate doing classes online, and I'm not used to it. And you know, not what my freshman year of college. You know, didn't think this would turn out, but. It's definitely like been a struggle, and I've definitely like had to email one of my professors saying, like, can you please like give me an extension on this like paper? Like I'm struggling. And like it's really nice that professors like are understanding and they're like, yeah, of course, like if you guys need anything, please email me if you need help, you know, and they are they took away, well, I only had like two final exams and they took that those away and basically you're just doing like participation. Like you have to answer a question and they, you know, that's towards your final exam grade. So it just, it helps a lot that the professors are understanding, even though it's like, you know, they've never been in this situation, but yeah, it definitely like takes a lot of of the pressure and stress away from all of it.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine it's your freshman year. You're like, you have this sort of built up idea of what your college life is going to be. And then it's just some pixelated boxes of like okay <laughs> exactly what it great. is great <laughs> this is and no... then you
1: start figuring out the professors that don't have really good internet
0: because they broke ass or don't understand stuff or maybe they live in a suspicious like shady ass place maybe, what's, what you know. what was
1: so funny to me was that my school like sent out an email a week ago saying that they're making improvements for the the uh, the internet on campus. And I'm like, no one's on the campus. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, a lot of people are just lying. What are y'all doing? Just tell some bullshit lies. What are y'all lies. doing? No one's at the school to do that. The teachers are teaching Russian from hackers? their houses. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just I, like, you guys go ahead and do that. Well, we won't say anything.
0: Part of this whole thing is getting to see how people live. I have to say, I'm getting to see how nasty people are. Or how they just want you to know how many books they've read and they're stacking all their books behind them. And then I'm judging them on their literary choices because I'm like, I see a whole bunch of hardworking romances up in that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> or people who just like, I feel like they just pulled out books just from some lower shelf that they no. are, have never read before that they're put, putting behind them.
2: It's like if the camera tilted down a little bit, you'd be like, "There's nothing underneath There's nothing that, underneath you know? there. <laughs> it's just like then empty. there's the people who want you
0: that. to know how many famous. I'm talking about like the people who are appearing on like mostly news shows that want you to know how many famous people they know. They have all yeah. their pictures, or that they're a mom, or that they're a dad. And some people have some tragic choices. In wall color and uh, wallpaper, I am like, what are you doing with that tiger print, no. girl? What is happening?
2: Or some people just don't give a fuck. Some people just and like they're just like some beige wall, and yeah. sound is just bouncing. They just back. turn on
0: the light near the thing, you know, going, "You want a <laughs> light on? Here you go." It's just pixelated as shit. Oh my
1: god, y- you don't know how many times this week, like people have been like, "Oh my god, Andre, you have such good audio." It's either that I'm like, "Ooh, fancy." I'm just like, I have a mic, I'm using it. What do you want from me?
0: You are the exception to the rule. There's a lot of people who are just like—I mean—we're sound people. I—I I am always just—I'm a, a sound ho, and he's a sound mixer. It's a great marriage. And so when I'm like in a—I'm trying to watch something on YouTube. My biggest pet peeve with YouTube, as I've said before on this podcast, is this. Hey, so I'm doing a YouTube channel here. I'm on the YouTube. I'm like—I—I can't, I can't listen to your echoey shit. So, I just—it makes me crazy. I want to like. If I were Tom Steyer, I would one of my side projects, my side hustles as a philanthropist, would be to bring beautiful audio to all YouTubers everywhere for Do absolutely I, free.
2: The cool thing that MSNBC is doing is that I guess they sent recording packages home with everyone, because Katie Turd was like, "I'm in my basement, and then we're doing this, and it looks professional."
0: Yeah, and they they sent them home with like light kits and um, I think lamp like uh, case you break a lamp kind of thing and they send them home with kits and there, I don't that's just, what YouTube needs to do. <laughs> that's exactly. I'm just like, can our MSNBC anchors that were all these anchors who are doing this like they could actually have a second career teaching people, especially youtubers how to like look that great because i'm I need to know if Rachel Maddow is doing her own makeup but they I'm not a- saying my sister can't do it because she queer, but I'm just saying I don't see my fly fishing girl being able to do makeup like that it's consistent it's beautiful or is her wife doing it i don't know i'm fascinated i want to know who's doing your makeup you know i want a behind the scenes of you working in your basement
2: i still think that there's some type of is it a saddle and you know more about this but like they're not not—they're there's not, a sad hookup yeah yeah they're not going off with their voip No,
0: no 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 so there's a, a truck the, outside there could be there's a hop or there's a truck or I mean uh, just
2: a mobile thing and then just there's
0: got to be some of that going it on. Up.
2: Interesting. Yeah,
0: because some of these, if you're like relying to like do those sh- those leading show on MSNBC, you're not going to be like, well, Wi-Fi went out. You know, yeah. I feel like those are out of a truck, Uh and oh, the guests yeah. are the ones yeah. who are on their vo their their uh, yeah
2: home their their Wi-Fi. So
0: those and again a sat truck that's a crew of like you know two people. You're. What is that? Your quarantine buddy? See, there's a whole film right there. Somebody wants to like looking for like ideas to write about the crew that's stationed outside of uh, Rachel Maddow's house. Possibly they were in a relationship, and now they're stuck in the quarantine in the sat van, and it's not going well. And go and write. <laughs>
1: I will. No one will s- watch I will that. say. <laughs> I I didn't. I never realized just how bad most YouTubers' audio is until you pointed it out. And then it it was never the same after (laughs) that. Ruiner of dreams. I can't can't listen to this. I can't. What are you saying over this loud music? And you know why? It's because they make their YouTube videos on the little MacBooks. Yeah. They're not using speakers. They have no idea of like how loud the music actually is. And most people, I would venture, have some sort of, roku or fire stick in their tv and they watch the youtube videos on that yeah and then it's like yeah. even worse i just feel like, like it
0: would enrich the experience like now that you 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 guys both of you got me tuned turned on to like watching some youtubers and i i love shane i just can't fucking hear him sometimes i'm like <laughs> what is happening dude like you live in calabasas You're you have right. more money than god like what the f-? i just want to go to his house and go bitch let me set up your audio let me help you is he the dude who whispers yeah. Like He's yeah. I call him the the I don't yeah. know but I used to call him. It was clever. Just just imagine that it was clever. <laughs> and I'm just like I just wanna to go to his house and just like show him and his dude like is he married now? Did they marry? I don't know. I haven't kept up with Shane. But I just want to like help him out, like and help a bunch of people out. There's other people who do it better. Like I feel like Mac understands where his audio is. Yeah. Mac has great audio. Mac <laughs> is right up on it. And the reason I think I probably latched on to Mac he's funny as fuck but like he's his audio was something that i can gauge in but if the audio is like if you're just making a youtube channel and you're just over here then i'm just gonna fucking buzz i can't do it yo i cannot do it yeah do you notice that or
1: do you not care
3: no i do but like you know with certain youtubers who are known for like just not caring about that you don't really like see it you know yeah. like tana mojo whatever oh so
1: like bad audio is part of their brand yeah it's
3: like oh like yeah whatever they're not gonna like put that that effort that extra effort so
1: even just like your like a voice memo on your phone would like go leaps and bounds to what you have you know who does have good audio on youtube the gamers yeah they always have great audio because they're always speaking their commentary into the mics
0: right and I think that's why I'm drawn to uh, more gamer videos than I am to everything to anything else. So, there you
1: yeah,
2: have yeah. And they have those they have those you know presets and those things to to gain stage properly. Yeah, you know, they know that shit. They know that shit.
0: Look though, I'm not gonna I, I, I don't pretend to know everything about YouTube. I barely know how to uh, work it and make it do stuff. Make it turn it on. <laughs> Uh, I got Andre and Sophia to help me like figure shit out. I feel good about that. I feel lucky in life. Um, so I, but I, I will follow your channel. You follow us. I don't know. Is there anything else we want to plug? Is there anything we want to talk about? If you guys have any questions for us, or anything you want us to talk about, or any of your theories about what Carol Baskin probably didn't do to her husband, probably completely totally innocent. If you have any theories, or if you are actually there. And you want to break that story right here on um, the podcast/ slash YouTube channel, then please let us do that. So anything you guys are watching that you're into? I'm still watching Monk every night before I go to bed. I highly recommend it. It's very soothing. What are you guys watching? Ozarks?: We, we finished just finished Ozark Ozarks. last night. What the fuck?
2: It was pretty good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much wrong.
2: This season of Ozarks. It's so like, much wrong. I didn't. Is it bad? No. no, it's good. It just, it wasn't the same as the first two yeah. seasons. I felt that there were a little, there were some like logical leaps for me that I was like, oh, okay, so mm-hmm. you're going to assume that this, I, that I'm tracking you with that.
0: Yeah. I also love, I love Julia Garner so much as Ruth, but her pouty bare face is starting to be like, I'm like, mm, uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, we just, uh, we're watching high maintenance
2: Better things.
0: Better things. Oh, my God. That's my comfort food. High, high maintenance and better like things are my two comfort ones. Yeah. We love those. Well, what are you guys indulging in? Oh, and we got to keep watching elementary, I should say. Love oh yeah, elementary. How's, uh, how's that going? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's really good. Love it. Love it. One day on my one of my weekends coming up, I'm just going to sit in my caftan with my jug of wine, and I'm just going to. Pile through elementary,
2: I like how they I like how they took the spin on the 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 traditional characters on elementary. I really liked it it's really interesting and i uh, what's her what's her name Lucy Lou Lucy Lou I mean, I don't really watch her in a lot of things just might like, kill Bill or something, but she's really good. she's she, wonderful. she's really good
0: and then Johnny Lee Miller, who even I didn't even know I needed this combination. I mean, the last time I saw Johnny Lee Miller was probably Train Spotting. I feel bad. I feel like I need to go and look at his career now, but he is stellar. He's freaking stellar. Yeah. He's not.
2: Yeah. He's not obnoxious no. like the Cumberbatch. Do um, you shut your Holmes? He's 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 he's, he's not dun, a fan. Dun, he's <laughs> he's quirky. He's like he's like. You know he's
0: all the dislike thing down, like just <laughs> fuck these people.
1: No, I, 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 I know what you're saying, Ian. it's you know? a, it, they're doing very different things yeah. with the show. I, I do remember like when Elementary came out and the BBC Sherlock was getting so many questions, like their reaction, and they were like, "Look, we, we sat down with them. They're two completely different shows. We're not worried about it." And right. they shouldn't be because it it to be two completely different shows. I will say though, if you keep watching, there are some. Sometimes they'll get some actors on there. And I'm just like, oh my god, they got so and so on. Yeah, they got some Mr. Robot actors on yes. there. They got some Game of Thrones actors on there. Yes. So mm.
0: yeah, totally. I'm just here for it. I think that's going to be my next big, yeah, push, because I'm going to need, I'm going to need a priest, and a thunder shirt. And possibly some cocaine and some tequila.
2: I'm gonna have a be- heart attack. Cause <laughs> the cocaine.
0: end of Shits Creek is coming and I'm just, I don't need it to be happening oh. right now in the middle of all the shit. Oh, don't you
1: remind me. <laughs> I oh. really
0: need Shits Creek to just say, fuck it. We're all gonna <sighs> wear hazmat suits and do just another season real quick. We're just gonna <laughs> do another season. It's just Patrick uh. and David and they can be in vignettes. Everybody can socially distance. You're gonna have, you know, um, the, you'll have uh Stevie and and Patrick, and David will be in Shit's Creek, and then you'll have uh Alexis in New York, whom I envision ultimately being roommates with the multi millionaire Twyla, and then you'll have uh, Johnny <laughs> and Moira Twyla. in L.A. I feel like you could. You know, that's three shows, right? It'll just That's it'll, a
1: that's a feature length film. I you can't I convince like, me otherwise. No, I feel
0: <laughs> like I feel like that's 2023 when all of those things can come to an end. I'm just not ready for next week. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what to. I, I
1: I'm mean, gonna do. I mean, Dan has said like, you know, if there's another story we want to tell, we'll come back for a special or, you know, or, or something. I'm like, I'm here for it, yes. but I also don't I understand. I I am ultimately supportive of his decision to end it at six. I yeah. think it's a great number. I think it's a great amount of episodes to end on. Um, they got five and six ordered at the same time. So that's why it feels like everything feels like perfectly balanced and paced, like coming to the ending. But I'm just like, I just can't do it. I like was bawling at this last episode. Yes, yeah, so Like I was, that uh... scene. I, I don't want to get into because I don't want to spoil, but no, I was, I was bawling. So, but we will be doing a, an episode on Schitt's Creek. Yes, yeah. we will. Um, I'm also excited for that documentary that's airing right after <gasps> that. I know. I don't know. I love their strategy where they're just like going to hit me with the truck and then they're going to hit me with a, a one hour yeah. long truck.
0: Going to back up over After you.
1: that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, at least with Game of Thrones. I remember how Game of Thrones ended. Everybody Then people are still bitching about it. Whatever. And then the following weekend they did the documentary of like all those yeah. years and what they did. I feel like that was yeah. cool. I needed that, so I need those, Those they know how special this show is to all of us, and I'm so glad that we're getting this from the show, I'm going to
2: need it. Yeah. Do you know, uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend did that too, Yeah. with that live, for that last finale? They had
0: the, the live finale, yeah. which softened the blow, speaking of uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, they lost one of their co-writers um, this week, so I'm not going to go down that, I'm not going to go down that hole. But a lot of news like that where you can't. I'm not trying to avoid it and not looking away, but there's just a lot of that kind of stuff that I'm like, oh, crap. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys are making mass. I hope you guys are making mass. I was going to say some of the things that are helping me get by is checking in on people, connecting with people, doing stuff like this where you put, like I'm actually saying, get on Skype with me. With my friends, not just phone calls, so I can see your face, so I can make funny gestures. Um, I'm a good physical comedian, <laughs> you know, with people. I can always, you know, tell you know Mitch McConnell neck jokes. I get, you know, I just want to connect with people like that. So I think that's been helping me. Whether you do it on Zoom, I'm not a fan of Zoom. Um, you want to sponsor us? Then we talking. But like, I like <laughs> my Skype. I'm I'm used to Skype. It's solid. I think everybody's on Zoom, so now the signal's better. Um, I just like to. Put a face to it. We, we've, we've been calling your parents like every two or three days to check on them. But today, just like to see their faces, it does everybody a world of good. So I'm feeling like I would, that would be my, one of my suggestions is to, it may be weird for some people to get on there. Like, I don't know how this works, but like Facebook Messenger has um, video. There's a lot of ways yeah. to, to talk to people, your FaceTime, whatever you got. So I would suggest you guys have such suggestions of like things to calm things that you would do.
1: I've been doing um, mindful breathing meditations every night before bed. That really helps. There's a video I found on, on YouTube that I I think is really great. Um, Yeah. I think now that we have the time, I think if you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed by, by everything that's going on, I think people think of, like, meditation, and I think it, like, takes a while to get over the hurdle of, like, the pop culture version of, like, people, like, crossing their knees and, like, doing the om, like, none of that shit. Like, you just gotta, like, just be aware of your breathing and be aware, of like, where your head is at, or just, like, closing your eyes and, like feeling what your body feels like it sounds really weird but like it gets you to this zen state of mind that it it especially if you're having trouble sleeping i would also maybe suggest a cocktail of melatonin to go with that i have noticed that it's a little harder to wake up if i take melatonin the night before i I know that doesn't track with what melatonin actually does but that's just how i do it but yeah, those two things I think. Especially if you're if you're having trouble sleeping during all this.
3: Sophia, do you have any tips? Um, what I've been doing really is um and I focus a lot during when, you know, I was in my dorm in college. But I'm doing a lot of um what I think self care is, it's you know, taking that extra step to you know, put a mask on and like listen to face music. Mass. Like face a, mask, yes, like, like you know.
1: Hydrating, yeah. Cucumber.
3: Um, I would just sometimes randomly do my makeup cause I think that's therapeutic and I know a lot of people think that's therapeutic and I've, you know, recently I've been baking a lot and will continue to do that. Um, even though my mom, you know, is trying to lose weight, but <laughs> you know, just find
1: the wrong time to do that, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> just you embrace know, it. Yeah.
3: So yeah, just doing like something relaxing and what you want to do and improve or. Find a new hobby. I've also downloaded this app where you can like branch out and like just talk to people and so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Do you know the name of the app? What's it called? Um, well, Bumble. Yes, it's a dating app, but there's also like a, a best mode. a friends mode. Yeah. Oh, nice.
0: That's nice that they that people yeah. are not just trying to always hook up. I would do that. That's how I met yeah. you. Just Bumble, please
1: sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bumble.
0: Uh, I would feel like listening to people's stories like people are working out like that's why there's so many crossfit uh weirdos running around people are just like popping iron on the side of the road <laughs> like what is happening i feel like you know people are going to either come out of the pandemic either swole or swollen from eating all the damn you know shit i feel like I'm, i don't know if i'm going to be swole or swollen i'm trying to make up my mind what about you like what is what what tips would you suggest for people to like be calming relaxing like
2: oh man i mean it's <laughs> It's tough because it, I, I. it's just up to the try everything. Try what every, everyone's doing. Like me, I, I just sometimes I just smoke some weed and then I just chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that easy. what you
0: do. It just gets up in the morning, has his coffee, takes care of the dog, walks yeah. the dog, does the dishes, and just rips a couple of big fat, like hits on the bong, <laughs> kicks off the fallout and just like, yeah, you're like the zenest person. I think I, I'm kind of looking at
2: well, like, but like, you're I said, calming to me when having when you around is calm. So, have an Ian. Just go
0: get an Ian. Just have it in your house. Yeah. Just
2: bring it in. You know, when stuff needs to get done, it'll it'll get done. Like the other day, I, I did some digging in the backyard. I have a little bit of an idea of what I want to do. So, yeah, when I get back out there in the next day or so, I'm, you know, it's I'll crazy. Our backyard, stuff. Yeah, it is, it's embarrassing. It happens like every year. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to do something about it. This year, and, then and we
0: always said we're gonna do something, but we yeah. don't spend any time back there. It's the dog's backyard. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do with it, but it's <laughs> grown the hell up. We had a lot of rain uh this season, so it's just like weed. We have a weed that looks like it's like trying to be a tree. Weeds like all on steroids and shit. Going, look at me, bitch, yeah. And like I gotta go break its heart and murder it. I'm like, look at you. You grew three feet tall. I'm so proud of you. And then, you
1: gotta smoke that shit. <laughs> it's a nice backyard, though.
0: Yeah, I mean it is. I it's quite just enjoyed it. We didn't really hang out in the backyard, though, if you noticed, because it's just it's unpleasant. So we're always trying to solve the problem that is Maria of the backyard. So hopefully, maybe out of this, we'll noodle it because we don't have a lot of money for landscaping. Yeah. Also, I'd I just have to don't figure out something to do. Yeah, myself. I mean, I just we got to do we got to do some kind of DIY shit. We could just go full on Joe Exotic and drag all of uh, our broken furniture that we've shoved out of the desert just into the backyard and just go straight redneck. We should mm. just go Ozark yeah. out there, just couch, get a you know a bucket, put some ice in it, and sit out there and look at the neighbors. Because our neighbors behind us are so fucking rude. We should just get out there and like talk into their house the way they talk into our house all the time. <laughs> Did you hear that about that rash she had, man? You should have seen it. It's always down to. Be loud as shit. Wow. Get into some sort of Hatfields and McCoy shit with our neighbor. That's the opposite of what we should be doing in the quarantine. But who knows what's going to happen by you know month two. Yeah, I feel like it's like everybody's watching America as a channel. Just stay tuned to America. Yeah, yeah. you know, and like the the Dakotas will finally shelter in place like in August. And then, <laughs> yeah, then all the people from the Dakotas will be hunted down. They will be marked <laughs> with the mark of the beast, and they will not be able to buy or sell or trade. And then my grandmother's ghost will tell me the rapture's coming. It's a revelation. Anyway, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: We'll, we'll see. I mean, like, yeah, with the, the wave thing is particularly a little stressful. I mean, China has been on its way to like normally scheduled programming but if it spikes again like they're gonna have to shut down again I don't know here maybe in a couple months maybe it won't be like national lockdown like some states will be good they might not allow like interstate travel but like we could at least just like go to a restaurant or something yeah um i don't know so so yeah it might be like the the couple states on the east coast might be okay but like mid-coast maybe not so much or the west coast
0: like i don't know we'll see you it know it'll be I'm, very interesting i'm such an introvert i walk i oh, 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 live and work in my space i don't really go out a whole lot it's by design it's cheaper i'm used to it i like it that way but I got to tell you, as soon as I think the coast is cr- clear, and that's probably going to be December, because um, my ass is paranoid, I want to go to a bar so bad. There's a bar at the end of the street, the Cock and Bull, and I, I want to go there so bad. I, just, I have never craved wanting to go into a bar and just see my mates and just chill and hear human voices. And that's shocking to me yeah. that I feel that way, because I am an introvert. I love my space, but there's something about being psychologically locked in like that, where I'm like, I just want to be around people, and that's weird for me. I'm sure that'll also wear off 45 minutes into visiting the bar, where I'll go, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm glad I did that and walk home. Peace. I, I,
2: I am not there yet. You're like, I no, I'm good. don't give a fuck about the bar. I'll yeah. take my beer at home. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But we'll go, we should go. It will definitely go down to the cockpit once everything opens up. Yeah. Or somewhere.
0: December eighteenth. You know, twenty twenty three. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, I think we we had a good time in this hour. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back visually to you next week, uh, audibly, auditorially, uh, every week, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, and hit us up. You can find us on Facebook, and you can find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram as Ashland Podcast. And you can also hear in the channel. You can uh, leave comments. Don't be a dick. I'm just <laughs> going to say right now, just don't be a dick. Please don't be a dick. I know people, it's a thing. Don't do it, especially right now. Be kind. Give us a shout-out. We'll say hey. We'll take your questions. We'll take your queries. We'll we'll even take your watch suggestions. We'll try stuff that you want us to watch. But just be nice. Don't do that thing. Or you comment on bullshit and try to be a dick. Don't but don't, don't be a dick. All right. Um, you guys had anything to say before we check out? We good. All right. Uh, you guys take care of yourself. Get plenty of sleep. And just remember that we love you. Okay.
2: Wash your hands. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Wash your hands. Bye, guys.